This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Hello, Tim. How are you doing this week? Tom, I'm doing great. I ate a slice of pizza while I was walking down the street before. All right. So it's a bucket list item. What do you mean? It's a you've never eaten a slice of pizza walking down the street? No, I always thought it was beneath me. <laughs> but right. guess what? I'm lowering the bar more and more every no. day. Hey, it what? It's not beneath you. It's not beneath anyone. Sometimes you need to eat and walk. Sometimes you do need to eat and walk. And this you know what like, I would always opt to do? What? Just not eat because like I was Well, that's why you're wasting away. It is. It is, Tom. <laughs> But it's not a combination anymore. of all the walking. Like I, I feel great because, like uh, normally, look, it's like I was rushing to get here on time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't eaten all day. Yeah. It's like I really need a slice of pizza, and I was like, I don't want to make Tom wait. Yeah. Well, good, good thinking. Yeah. So I was like, I can't sit in this pizza Bull, place. gasket. And then I was like, I'll yeah, I'll do it. I'll walk. I'll be one of those jerks. But guess Why? what? It turned. I assumed that that made you a jerk. But it depends on the pizza. Like, if I was eating, like, a, a buffalo chicken slice trying to walk down the street, right, right. getting buffalo sauce and blue cheese all over my face, you'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. I don't care. Or if you're eating, like, a 7-Eleven pizza. No, that's, I think that'd be easiest to well, eat. Well, those are tiny, yeah. And it's, true. like, cardboard. Like, the the problem is you kind of need, if you're eating a real New York slice. Hey, you got to fold it. Yeah, but the thing is, you need two hands at the beginning. Yeah. Because even when you fold it, the, Ooh, the f- you need two hands. The front will go Ooh, limp. The front limps down. Hey, forget about it. Yeah. As soon as you bring it to your mouth, it'll limp down, and then all, all the sauce will get in your beard, and you'll be an asshole, right? Yeah. But no, uh, you use two hands. But then I was like, I can't do a two-handed task, two-handed and one-mouth task while walking down the street. Why? Oh, you keep Williamsburg, your, uh, these uh, heavily you keep, well, traffic you, streets. Well, you often keep one hand down your pants, a la Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah, it's a relaxing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm done with the, my nine-to-five day. Hey, hey pig, I'm going to relax. You joke, Tom, but you ever uh, you ever put a hand halfway down your pants? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, sure. It's comfortable for some reason. Yeah, it is. Like, not touching you mind yourself. If I, no, no. Do you mind yeah. if I do it right now? Yeah, no. It, that's uh, certainly, Tim, Tim, you son it. of a bitch, don't oh, do it. Oh, he's doing it. Oh. Now it's made the whole room. But I'm not in contact with <clears throat> anything. You know, I'll still shake Untoward. your hand. You sh- no, shake I'm not going to shake your hand. You could be in contact with some things. You're getting close. I mean, it's on the outside of the underpants. Unlike I don't you, know Tom, that. I wear underpants. I don't have x-ray vision. I can't tell. Yeah. Try as I might, I don't have x-ray vision. So you would, you've eaten a slice of pizza while walking down the street? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would not prefer it for the reasons you said, because like, mostly for grease reasons. Yeah. Like, you need to keep the grease situation, uh, you need to keep a sharp eye on it. Would you uh, eat a submarine sandwich while walking down no, the street? No, come on. But why not? That's, that's more contained than a slice of pizza. The only situation I would eat a Subway sandwich walking down the street is if it was like 100 feet long and I had to walk as I was eating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Pac-Man to, to get to the end of it. Uh, why don't they do eating contests like that? Like you you uh, see these people eating all these hot dogs. Yeah, watch why not make a one really long hot dog uh-huh. and then they have to eat their way down a city block? And then it's kind of like a, a, then you can cross a finish line. No, you know what people would do? Then people would just like, 
completely relax their throat muscles and then just not even chew it and just you know the hot dog would just like coil around in their stomach as they forced it down their throat it'd be a bad nobody would be happy at the end of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) it would be and yeah and you know those those scumbags would like lift up their shirt yeah joey chestnut and you'd see like the coil through his skin (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a hot dog they, that's a big, uh, it's a, uh, your rule for walking down the street eating pizza is uh, the rule, the like social rule in Japan with ice cream. Oh, I would never walk. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> would, you wouldn't walk down the street eating an ice cream cone. That's why they put it in the cone. Tom, I'll tell you this much. What? The only time it's acceptable to mm. walk down the street eating an ice cream cone <laughs> is when you're on vacation. <laughs> well, and that's when I've been to Japan. If it's just I've like, been on vacation. If it's just a Thursday yeah. and you're walking down the street of your hometown mm-hmm. eating an ice cream cone. Whistling a happy tune. Yeah, get out of here. What's wrong <laughs> with you? How old are you? Yeah. But if you're on vacation, you're not from here. You mm-hmm. know what? You're seeing the sights. Yeah. Well, I still abided by the rules when I ate ice cream in Japan. And I remember they had, I uh, went to the soft serve like cart and they had maybe like a hundred different flavors. In- At a cart? Yeah. Including not like a cart cart, like, you know, not a food truck, but smaller, a food trailer maybe. Okay. They had still seems like a lot of. They had uh, ro- rose flavored ice cream. Ah. Rose, <laughs> the flower. Yeah, I know. And uh, aren't roses poisonous? Uh, no. A poinsettia will kill your dog. Yes, and uh, that's why you screamed at me when I bought I <laughs> bought you a poinsettia <laughs> for Christmas last year, Tom. And put it in a dog bowl. Yeah. It's horrific. Uh, no. Uh, I mean, some plants will kill you. I mean, probably it's not a great idea to eat roses, but I've never smelled a rose and been like, hmm, wish I could eat that. That tastes good enough to eat. I don't think I've ever smelled a rose. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, you're so goth, Tim. I can't believe it. No, goth people <laughs> like black roses. That's true, but yeah, but you've smelled black roses, right? Smells like licorice. <laughs> um, they also in Japan had uh, horse flavored ice cream, and even that you couldn't walk down the street uh, licking. Yeah, licking a horse. Yeah, Tom, did I tell you I encountered it didn't some say wild if horses? It, if it tasted like the inside of a horse or in at the outside. <sighs> I saw on Instagram that you encountered hor- wild horses in wild Sweden. Horses, you were in Tom. Sweden earlier this week. Yeah. And I rode my Last bike. Week. I went on a, a, a little uh, excursion. Mm-hmm. I saw these horses uh, dancing around in the water. Yeah. Uh, and nobody in charge. Nobody in charge. And like I was like, I got to get close to these horses. But then I was like, wait, why would you get close to wild horses of, of any horse? No. Um, and then. Uh, what if they tried to drag you away? I don't. I don't understand the, the wild horses. What if the wild horses tried to drag you away? They couldn't, though. Oh, they couldn't. No, there's oh, no okay. way. Those wild horses couldn't drag me away. You're uh, well. You say so. Listen, um, I, I kept my distance from the horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell by your picture. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to <laughs> zoom in on them, like, but like not enough that it got obviously, you know, blurry from mm-hmm. the zoom. And I was like, I think people will believe I was pretty close <laughs> to these horses. And then I was like, why don't I just download a picture from the internet of close-up horses? Or why like, don't you just not don't... do any of this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to impress people? Yeah, I'm real tough. I got close to wild horses. You know what those horses would have done, Tim? They would have ran away if you got close to them. I don't know. They wouldn't have come over and just started kicking you, which is, a, I know what you think. What a way to die, though. <laughs> On my own, uh, in some like remote Swedish land, getting kicked to death by a horse, and I feel like, look, one of us dies, Tom. Well, I... the other one's gonna have to come in the next week <laughs> and be like, "Hey, I I, uh, yeah, Tim died." Yeah. Uh, but like, I feel like you'd come in and you'd like be like, "He got kicked to death by a horse. <laughs> served him right." Uh, he yeah, was always well, such got... a coward about horses, and the thing he feared kicked him to death. Yeah, I've got five thousand dollars on that, that being how you die. <laughs> really, you have, yeah. you've made a bet about my death. Well, uh, uh, you know, Vegas—they take odds for anything. 
Tim's death. Yeah. My friend, the way my friend will die. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what do you, what, what, what's the odds for, uh, what's the over under on a uh, cake to death by a horse? What, what was the over under on that? What was it? Well, not the over under. What's it? What were Maybe the odds? It was one to two. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. I'm not even going to make that much money off of it. Well, one to two, you'd lose money, I think. Two to one. Okay. Two to one. <laughs> yeah. They offered me one to two odds. I said, I'll take them. You just wanted it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you just like thinking about it. I was like, well, and now it's on you guys to make it happen. <laughs> now you guys know there's some money in it for you if he gets kicked to death by horses. <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to get kicked to death by a horse, Tom. Would you eat a taco walking down the street? Um, yeah. Would you eat a Taco Supreme, though? <clears throat> From Taco Bell? Yeah. If it was in the wrapper, sure. I don't like walking and eating, but it's not a like rudeness thing. It's just uh, like if I've got no, if I, I'm on a, if I'm not on a deadline, then I'm not gonna do it. But in your case, you were on a deadline. I was on a strict deadline, which was disappointing me. Yeah, I don't want to disappoint you. Uh, and that in that case, I mean, that's why pizza's pizza. It's meant for walking. Well, that doesn't make sense. That's then why, why was pizza... Robert De Niro holding it when he said, "I'm walking here to the taxi." Robert De Niro didn't say that. Bobby? That was, uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 Dustin Hoffman. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Dustin Hoffman. It absolutely was. Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. No, that didn't happen. Tom, you're <laughs> embarrassing yourself here. What? <sighs> Am I in the Berenstain Bears universe right now? What happened? No. The Berenstain Bears thing, the Mandela effect is just people uh, covering up their ignorance. Yeah. You know what? Actually, uh, the, the Mandela effect is, I mean, I guess we're not really talking about anything right now. But uh, so many people use as proof of it, they're like, look, here's this old Simpsons clip. They got it wrong, too. And it's like, no, you remember it from the Simpsons. That's why you think this is the way it is. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. There's a bunch of examples of the Mandela effect where people are like, look, here's the Simpsons clip where like they make a joke about this. Like this must be from the universe I'm from, too. And it's like, no, it's just that the Simpsons made this joke about this thing. And that and you that's your reference to it's a it. cartoon. Those yeah. people aren't even real. What? It's true. Jose Canseco was on it one time, though. He's real. <laughs> He's real. Yeah. Uh, I was reading something. I was reading a bunch about uh, Jose Canseco's uh, brother uh, today because his brother uh, frequently uh, pretends to be Jose. His twin brother frequently pretends to be Jose Canseco at like signings and stuff. Oh yeah, why would? Oh, if anybody's <laughs> gonna pull that tomfoolery, it's the Canseco <laughs> brothers. It's the Canseco boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, and I think that's the thing. Like Jose, look, in the on autograph it. signings are the least of the the things those <laughs> boys get into. Yeah, no, there was some other example that was like a more high profile thing. I'm not even thinking like a, high profile. I'm oh, thinking yeah. a more personal thing. Yeah, well, I mean, his brother did play major league ball, not really? as well, but uh -huh. uh, he he played. They played on the same team for a little bit. What? Yeah, wow. looks just like him too. Um. In conclusion, <laughs> eating a slice of pizza while walking down the street, 7.5 out of 10, Tom. Tim, I'd like to start this segment with a formal apology about uh, the previous segment where, where I said it was Robert De Niro saying, uh, I'm walking here. The way you looked at me, Tom... Made me feel was, about he said, two inches tall. You talking to me? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm walking here. Yeah. It's it was uh, Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy. Dusty Hoffman. Old Dusty H. Speaking of Hollywood, well, today, not, what? Well, I don't know if I can trust anything <laughs> that you say about Hollywood now. Well, you'll have your own say, Tim. All right. We're talking this week. There's big Hollywood news. It's all over the, the rags. The trades, Tom. The trades. Tom, do you subscribe to Daily Variety? I did for a while. What? <laughs> You're not in the <laughs> movie business? Yeah, and how am I going to break in if I don't? That's well, uh, I had subscribed. You ever get these emails where they're like, hey, you got a bunch of uh, airline miles. Why don't you, why don't you uh, trade some miles for mags? 
baby. No, you trade those for flights. No, You're man. Missing out Why on the would whole I get experience? flights? I get all these mags, <laughs> all these magazines. That's how I got you the Western Horseman subscription through Miles for Mags. Tom, you could. I get can get myself a plane a bu- <laughs> ticket to Tinseltown instead Why of a would subscription I do that? to Daily Variety. Why would I buy a plane ticket when I could use this to get myself some magazines I don't read? I can get some joke subscriptions for some friends. <laughs> that was very confusing when you got me that Western Horseman. Subscription. I've never. I don't even like horses. Tom. Is it up for renewal yet? Should I don't I know. I moved. <laughs> oh. I moved to get away. From well, it. come on. You didn't. You, they give you the little cards if you're moving, Tim. It's just gonna confuse the next person even more. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but we're we're talking we're talking Hollywood because big shakeup uh, made official today. I believe we're recording on Thursday that uh, Ron Howard has stepped in. On the new Star Wars movie. Uh, the Hi- Force Han- Awakens. Han- no, Han Solo. Yeah, okay. So The Han Solo movie. Untitled Han Solo Star Wars Project is the, the official name. All right. So it's called Untitled Han Solo Project. Yeah. But and like you were like, what's it going to be called? Han Solo Star Wars Project. You're like, what's it going to be called? But now that Ron Howard has taken over, it's just going to be called like... Apollo 14. No, it's just going to be called like Han Solo, the beginning. The movie. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they name things the movie anymore? Yeah, when's the last time they've done that? I don't know. And every movie that's just the movie is great. The Jetsons, the movie. Great. Great. Tell that to my mom who fell asleep in the theater when she took me to it. <laughs> yeah. I was horrified. <laughs> How can you fall asleep? This is so entertaining. I've never been. I've, I'm mortified, Mom. I've never been so embarrassed in all my <laughs> life. You slept through the Jetsons mo- the movie in front of all my peers. <laughs> um, I have nothing else to say. About Tiffany that. played uh, the role of Judy Jetson in that movie, Tom. Uh, you know what? Freaking celebrity voices in movies. I mean... Good for them. They get a fortune from these things. I've never given a flying shit about a celebrity voice in a movie. Give me cartoon uh, voice guys in these movies. Yeah, give me uh, the guy that does Ren. <laughs> yeah. And Stimpy. What's that guy? Billy West. Yeah, give me Billy West. Just get Billy him in there West and do all the voices. Do all the voices. Yeah. Anytime there's been, I mean, and this happens all the time with these new uh, computer uh, movies that. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, these do computer <laughs> movies. Yeah, I know. Every computer anime movie, so like uh, Zootopia and uh, Wally, Wally. No, not so much Wally. Mostly the non-Pixar ones. Zootopia, Zootopia. The non-Pixar, the DreamWorks ones are the ones that they pack to the gills with celebrities. Um, but you know what? There's there is it, it can work. There are times when it works. It can work, but for me, when I'm watching something like a Zootopia, the whole time I'm going, "Who is that? Whose voice is that? I know that voice." Yeah. And I'll do that for ten minutes before I give up and I, IMDb it. And I'm on, I'm not watching this in the theater. Uh, yeah, because you you should get kicked out for using your phone. But then, but then as I'm like, oh, that's who it is. And then some other character, I'm like, who is that? Now I know that voice. Yeah, because it's the kind of thing like, all right, so in Shrek, mm-hmm. the the donkey was yeah. played by Eddie Murphy. But that's and like... Eddie Murphy? And Eddie Murphy. Um, yeah, but like, you know that's Eddie Murphy because mm-hmm. it's... A, and like, he just does an Eddie Murphy voice. Yeah. But like, it's... it's it's cool. He does a cartoonish Eddie Murphy voice. Yeah, I like Kristen Wiig, mm-hmm. but like when I hear her voice in like, like uh, Madagascar Three or yeah. whatever as one of the penguins or whatever, I'm not Mad- like uh, classic Wig right there. The That's full the- title was uh, Madagascar Three: The Movie. <laughs> I wish I'd go see it. <laughs> I would like it if they uh, appended uh, the movie to the end of uh, movie titles. That wasn't like a pre, uh, like an existing property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just like I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. White men can't jump. The, the movie. movie. Yeah. Why don't we just say that about all movies, Tom? There's Street Fighter, the movie, the video game. 
Well, that's just confusing. Yeah. That's just a way to, to uh, render uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme in pixels, right? Yeah, yeah. He played uh, Guile, the American soldier with a heavy Belgian accent. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Ron Howard. Ronald Howard. Opie. TV's Opie. TV's Richie Cunningham. TV's Opie has grown up and become Richie Cunningham. <laughs> no, and become a successful director who's now taken over this new Star Wars movie from uh, a couple of uh, kids. A couple of kids who the grown up said, you know what, you kids, get the hell out of here. Chris Lord. And Phil Miller. Right. It's Lord Miller, I know, are their. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who did the Lego movie and the 21 Jump Street movies. That's their claims to fame. And like uh, a bunch of TV shows, like The Last Man on Earth, right? Yeah, they they executive produced that and they directed the first episode, I know. Right. And like they've done a million things, right? Didn't they do so? Who were the guys <laughs> that did that uh, that uh, Winter Soldier movie? That no, one, that right? was that was the other. That was another two boys. Th- those were two different boys that did that. But that from the like Hollywood a, Boys Club <laughs> from like a similar like a TV background. Okay, but I don't know if, if Lord Miller or TV background. You or know if what? They just did Last Man on Earth. I don't even care. <laughs> but they were fired. Once they were done, pretty much done making the movie, they were like, you know what? Fuck these guys. They're fired. Yeah, and everybody, like, I feel like the way it's getting reported in my Daily Variety subscription is just like... Tim, it's not called Daily Variety. It's just called Variety. No, there's Variety, which is a weekly. Yeah. And then there's Daily Variety. Yeah, but you're reading this on Variety.com. No, I'm reading it in the Daily Variety paper that comes to my house every morning. Comes to your doorstep? Yeah. All right, well, let's let's see who's in and who's out in the skeins. Yeah, what's gonna, what's gonna, what bo is gonna be Bafo? <laughs> yeah, I'll know on Tuesday when the rest of you jokers have to wait till Friday. What? No, Tim, I think you misunderstand uh, how they update the website versus the paper. I don't understand. I don't. You keep talking about websites. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know about any of that, Tom. Yeah. What was your point about this? Uh, they're treating them like a. Oh, these two kids, they had to take these kids off these movies. Yeah. Like these these guys have been well, like responsible for more Hollywood successes in like the last Well, year. I think that's what makes it a, a strange situation because people are like, Oh, yeah, you know what? All these big places they're hiring, you know, these hot shot young directors, but it's like, no, these guys like worked with like Lego and Warner Brothers. Yeah. And like a million like the, for on a kids movie that was universally well received, like not no, me, I fell asleep while watching <laughs> it on a plane. Like they're they're used to dealing with it. It's not like oh they made a an indie that people loved. It's like no, they made three huge studio tentpole movies that did well. It's like um, Jim Morrison said, Tom. Strange days. <laughs> it is like Jim. Yeah, this is the kind of this is the kind of situation Jim Morrison wrote songs for. Yeah. Uh, the the Lizard King himself. Mr. Mojo Rising. Mr. Mojo Rising. Um, so that's one thing. But then the other the other side of that take is the people who are like, Catholic, oh, seems like Kathleen Kennedy's got to go. Where it's like, oh, yeah. That <laughs> oh, that's the Star Wars uh, woman. Yeah. Like, beyond Star Wars, she's like... The I believe she became involved with like Amblin. That's like how she got into all this. Uh, but I know who Kathleen Kennedy is, Tom. Of course I do. I read Daily Variety. <laughs> Every, I'm awoken when it hits my when when the paper boy throws out my front door. But the and thing then that's my, uh, intrepid uh, retriever Golden mm-hmm. uh, brings it to my bed. Oh, you don't go out there yourself in no, your, I have in a your dog. robe? No, I lie, lay in my bed nude in retail <laughs> variety. Um, I don't put my robe on till 11.30 a.m. But people are like, well, between that and her like, kind of doing the same thing for Rogue One, like, oh, it seems like she's got to go. It's like, oh, Rogue One, the movie that they said they basically reshot and then it made literally a billion dollars. Yeah, but any movie they put out that says Star Wars on it is going to make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, but it's like they, they 
brought in a new person to do like reshoots and everything. They did extensive reshoots. They redid the entire third act and people love that movie. The people were like, yeah, this movie's great. I still opted to watch The Intern for the third time on a plane instead of Rogue One, though. You should watch Rogue One. Well, and actually, the the funny... Well, not if I know that Kathleen Kennedy mucked up the whole third act. (laughs) Well, and the funny thing is that the third act is by far the best part of the movie. Like, the rest of the movie drags, kind of. All right. I don't care, Tom. Uh, (laughs) I came here (laughs) to talk about Opie. you call yourself a business insider. I wanted to talk about Opie. So anyway, they got rid of Imagine Entertainment is what I'm here for. They got rid of these kids, and they're bringing in Opie. Amblin. They're bringing in Opie. Not Lucasfilm. To clean up. They're bringing in- Not Disney. They're bringing in the baby boomer to clean up the millennial mess. This will be the last time in history that will happen. (laughs) Why? I don't think it will be. I know. I think this, I think. These it, boomers, man. They think they know everything. this movie's going to do good regardless, because like you said, yeah, the and Star then Wars then movie. Yeah, and then they'll claim. Then they'll be like, oh, I guess we've just got to, you know, all right, get rid of, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson. Get George Lucas back in the chair. Ugh. I, I have no beef with anybody. I don't care about these movies. <laughs> George Lucas, great. Uh, so Ron Howard. Who is this guy? So I read this name, Ron Howard, in the <laughs> trades this morning, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Why did they get him? Turns out he has a bit of a history in in Hollywood, Tom. Hollyweird. He does, Tim. Tinseltown. You know what's crazy? Ron Howard. The Big Apple. Ron Howard's like 63, right? Oh, I thought he was like 100. It seems like he should be 100 because he was in the fucking Andy Griffith the yeah, show. but he was a baby. I know he was still a kid, but even still... Like, this guy was in black and white stuff, and now he's still around. He's made the transition from breath <laughs> black and right, white to color. Yeah, and how many people made the transition from non-talkies to talkies? I mean, he didn't do that. No, that's what I'm saying. Was he in The Artist? He was not in The Artist. John I mean, Goodman's made the transition from... Was John Goodman The Artist? Yeah, but I think he spoke in it. The Artist won the Oscar for the Best Picture, and nobody's ever seen it since. That's not true. There was a dog in it. That dog's family probably saw it. That dog's dead now. Yeah, but its family was still alive. All their dogs? Yeah. Not if he didn't have offspring. Yeah, I'm sure he had offspring. He you was think, a movie star. Yeah, they put him out the stud. He had a, I mean, I'm sure he didn't uh, claim to... He didn't take responsibility for a lot of them, but... Let me go through some of the things that Ron Howard was he paid in. $10,000 for a dog cuz they're like his dad's the dog from the from the artist. <laughs> his dad's the artist. <laughs> uh Was the dog the artist? No. Well, that's a twist <laughs> that uh that I'm on board for. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. I have it at the very end. Um <clears throat> <laughs> it, it it uh it, it pans out, Tom. Uh-huh. It zooms out and the dog is there. And it turns out the the movie you just watched mm-hmm. was a canvas, and the dog is holding the paintbrush, painting it. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, ah, oh, the dog was the artist all along. Yeah, well, and the movie's about like who's the artist? Yeah, and you never you never suspect the dog. No. What hey. were you saying? <laughs> Something about a man? Yeah, Ron Howard, Ronnie Howard, little Ronnie Howard, little Ronnie Howard, a a, a boy, but now a man. Well, when he was, he was a, a boy, when he was a boy, he was Ronnie Howard. Yeah, he was on an episode of Dennis the Menace that I watched, that we watched. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the worst actor in the whole dang production. Well, he was just starting out. Yeah, he was like he must have been like three years old. Yeah, he was very young. This but was pre Andy Griffith. Tom Jay North, uh huh, acted circles around this kid. <laughs> yeah, well, Jay North, Dennis the Menace, is a very good actor. Yeah, well, I don't know why he, he doesn't get hired sort of anymore. Nerd accountant. Yeah, I guess he's not a child anymore. You can't put him in movies. Yeah, they should use that three D technology. Put Dennis the Menace in some of these new movies. It's true. <laughs> anyway, here's some of the things that little Ronnie Howard was in as a boy. Twilight Zone. He's in one of maybe my favorite episode of Twilight Zone called Walking Distance. He plays the Wilcox boy. Ah, oh, the Wilcox boy. Yeah. Uh, he's very good in that. What was the plot of that episode? Uh, it is about a, uh, I think he's a salesman and he like goes. Ronnie Howard? A no, boy? No, 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 no. Okay. A man. Uh, a man who's, I'm sure, long since dead. He goes back to his hometown and somehow goes through like a wormhole and goes back in time. 
and it takes them a while to realize they went back in time. This is every episode of the Twilight no, Zone. No, it's I not. Think. Huh, it took him a minute to realize he was back in time, and then, and then he, then turns he out. hurts himself as a kid, and that gives him a limp. It's horrible. Mm. Anyway, uh, and I was exposed to this episode by uh, Ron Howard, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Oh wow! I bought the uh, book on tape in the gift store as like a you know twelve year old or whatever, and listened to it on the the ride home. Wow, oh, Tom. I've since seen the episode, and it's great. Anyway, Ron Howard was in The Twilight Zone. He was in Dance the Menace. He was in, a, actually, a bunch of Dance the Menace. Yeah. He just wanted to dance his friends. Yeah. He was in Dobie Gillis. The Many Loves of Dobie, yes. Dobie Gillis? Yeah. He was in Gunsmoke. He was in Lassie. He was in The Fugitive. He was in Bonanza. He was in MASH. Everything. Wow. He was... The star to beat in the 50s. And then Gary Marshall came along and said, said, I'm going to make you a... Well, no, because he was in Love American Style, which then spun off to become Happy Days. Yeah, but that's Gary Marshall. Oh, was it? I mean, I assume. (laughs) Like, if Gary Marshall created Happy Days, you would think that he created Love American Style. Or the the episode... uh, It was an anthology. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird... and I believe still the show that the, has had the most spinoffs. Love Americans? No, Happy Days. Oh, well, they count yeah. the spinoffs from Happy Days. Right. As spinoffs And there were Love a few America. other shows that came out of Love American well, Style. There we go. Hippies, huh? Uh, he, Free Love. He first appeared in The Journey and The Music Man. He was in The Music Man, yeah, too. I know. Then, as Opie in the long-running television series The Andy Griffith you Show, you said this already. Howard later star. Are you just reading the Wikipedia page? In the popular series Happy Days, you, we mentioned this already, Tom. Yeah, well, there it is again for you. All right, repetition. That's how. That's how <laughs> well, we I'm teach our listeners. To, well, if I want them to pass the quiz at the end, Tim. Sorry. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you, uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I a lot of things. love second, and then the treasure, that's also The positive. treasure is the, is the wild card. We, it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's... Uh, Something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Did you know about... uh, uh the Fonz and the Happy Days Gang TV show. Was it a cartoon? It was a cartoon. An animated series based loosely on the TV show Happy Days. Loosely? <laughs> well, listen. Richie, Ralph. Ralph Malf. The Fonz and Mr. Cool, the Fonz's dog, 
meet a time traveler named no, Cupcake this, yeah. and accidentally get stuck in her time machine. The group has various adventures in different time in different times and places as they try in vain to return to 1957. Now, let me ask you this, Tom. Mm-hmm. Is uh, where this is an episode about uh, Ronnie Howard? Yeah. Was this a Macaulay Culkin and Wish Kid situation? No, no, no. Was Ron, Ron Howard not doing the voice of no, Richie Cunningham? Ron Howard did. I think this was before they realized. Oh, we don't have to pay these people to do. Kids don't know what voices are. Exactly. <laughs> you, however, you watch the show, you'd be like, "Who is doing this voice?" <laughs> Is that Ron Howard doing that voice? Well, yeah, and I'd appreciate that. Get some unknowns. So then even the people that I know the role, I don't know who's doing the voice. Yeah. Just cut out. Wait, so freaking Henry Winkler came and and did that that show? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was after Happy Days, or at the very least at the end of Happy Days, after the the shark had been jumped. Right. Uh, Because this was like early 80s. I still have no real clear idea when Happy Days was filmed. The 50s, I think. <laughs> oh, it's so confusing. They really have to put... It's not confusing now. I get it. And it wasn't confusing at the time. It was confusing to, to you children in the 80s yeah, as a child. But right. who cares what some child thinks? Are you like... Oh, there's a six-year-old confused about 9-11. Let me go explain it to him. No, <laughs> well, he'll figure 9/11. it out sometime. Tim, I, <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. I'm not worried about kids being confused about when 9-11 happened. I'm more, it's right in the name. They should be able to figure it out. If they did a 9-11 TV show and they filmed it now, but it took place 20 years ago, yeah, then that would be confusing for kids. Why would a 9-11... TV show take place in 1997 because they've got to plan a few seasons out Tim and the first season take place in 2001 hubris <laughs> anyway so uh and then the this boy Laura Ronnie Howard he started making movies I want to go through some of these movies with you okay splash splash that hey Tom mm-hmm uh, some could say, some would say that All that right, movie turn really off made Tim's a, microphone. <laughs> really made a, a splash at the box office. Yeah, and it cemented his career as a director. Uh, That's the one with Tom Hanks. Tom right? Hanks and Goldie Hawn as the Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, Daryl Hannah. The same lady as Goldie Hawn to a seven-year-old Tim. Yeah, a blonde lady from movies is what yeah, I thought. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, the the blonde lady who's in uh, comedies, like Screwball com not they were screwball, both in Screwball comedies. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's why it was confusing because yeah. it was like, oh, they're always in like a comedy with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Cocoon. Old people went to space. No, they were aliens. Oh. That's another movie where, as a kid, I, I should have been you. exposed you to you. <laughs> Thought Robert De Niro said, "I'm walking here." Yeah, I so also. I don't know what to believe about Cocoon. I don't think the old people were aliens. I mean, it was it was established uh, not that long ago in this show that I thought B. Arthur was a, a drag queen the whole time because of confusion as a young boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if I was exposed to something, I used to give it as fact. Well, um, yeah. Oh, why did you think? Because you saw a drag queen. Because I saw a drag queen dressed not, as not like at a bar or something. I was going. To, it was on like an Entertainment Tonight thing. Yeah, and, and you were like, "That's conf- B. Arthur." Yeah, and they just said that B. Arthur's a dra- drag queen. They didn't say it, but uh, the the drag queen did such a good job at B. I was like, "That's B. Arthur." That's right. I didn't even know her name, but I knew it was the lady from Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, Cocoon, Wilford Brimley. He's still alive? No. No. He went back to the spaceship. They went in cocoons. They were old people, and they needed uh, Steven Gutenberg to... Why did you call him? <laughs> why, why were you so formal about this? <laughs> Me and the rest of his buddies just call him Steve. They need Steven to take him out on a boat. And then they went in cocoons, and then he had to throw them off the boat or something. My question is, why did they make this movie? They made two of them. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg, I think he was like the son-in-law or something. Or he, he, no, he or, played the role of Mahoney. No. 
but he fell in love with police officer. He fell in love with one of the the old people's daughters. Okay, Tom. But then the old people were aliens. So was the girl an alien? I don't know. I don't think they explain any of these things. I think that's more likely. I think you likely. haven't seen this movie in 30 <laughs> years, and you didn't really understand it when you saw it. And maybe we should move on, because you're just <laughs> recounting a movie that you don't remember Here's a well. movie that I, I also don't remember that well, but I remember fondly as shit. Wow. And you know how fond I am of fondly shit. Fondly A.S. Uh, Willow. Yeah, a bunch of people like Willow. I don't. And that's also gets... that's a Lucas Films movie, so people are saying like, "Oh, this is you know, oh, he's already yeah, got." So was Howard the Duck. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, oh, we need to do reshoots. Let's uh, let's get George Lucas. Let's get back. Caroline in the City to play uh, freaking uh, Han Solo. Well, they're not recasting. Okay, the cast is fine. What what what's your problem with Willow? Um. Willow was such a good movie. I didn't like in the beginning when all the kids said, Dada, Dada. <laughs> Turned it off at that point. Or I walked out of the room. That's what they called their, their dad, I Willow's, think, Willow's yeah, kids. Yeah, and I thought that was weird. Yeah. What was the Mad Manigan? Mad, I didn't get that far. That was the, the other guy. There were the little uh Was that a children's or movie? Imps or something. It was, uh, I think it was very Star Wars-y where it was... Kind of for kids, but kind of not for it's kids. It's just beloved by weirdos, I feel It's like. not beloved by weirdos. It is. Nobody, it's a good movie. Nobody likes that movie. Go on. I like that movie. I very much like the arcade game. Okay. Of Willow. Moving on. Apollo 13. Um, That was his next movie after Willow? No, I mean, it was just, you know, what I have in this list. Okay. Um, that was uh, a good film. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, you ever hear that? That's what it's from. That movie. Mm. Remember, they had to go up in the vomit comet to do all the the zero. Yeah, it's like having you ever G's. heard of uh, strings? Yeah, strings. Ron Howard put some fishing line around. You just want to make Hanks. Gary Sinise barf all the time, or did he not go into space with them? Who was the one who stayed behind? Gary Sinise, right? Was it Gary Sinise who stayed behind? I think so. Gary Sinise, Kevin Bacon, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Val Kilmer? No. <laughs> it wasn't Tom Cruise. <laughs> Hollywood's best boy, Tom Cruise, in Apollo 13. Uh, but Apollo 13 is a great movie. My little brother was obsessed with that movie when we were kids. And so I've seen Apollo 13. Yeah, but you don't know who's in it? Times. I mean, I could tell. I told you some of the people there, and it, you know, sorry, I wasn't a producer on it. I wasn't uh, Kathleen Kennedy on this. I can't name. I'll tell you who's not uh, Kathleen Kennedy, John, <laughs> who is uh, engineering uh, this session, or uh, the intrepid John Perry, and uh, he is losing his mind <laughs> right now because we know nothing about this topic. <laughs> And just keeps spouting out false information. And his and head has just been, of, his face has been in his hands the entire time. And he is Ron Howard's son. Yeah. John Howard. John <laughs> Howard. John Howard's son. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Other people were in Apollo 13. How, when, did, uh, when did Ron Howard start wearing these hats? <laughs> uh, he's been wearing the hats for a while. Because he doesn't want everybody to know he has red hair. Now, the whole joke is like, uh, you know, you're bald. Everybody, he knows that everybody knows he's bald. Right. But, like, he has to go on talk shows, and he doesn't want the lights to blind everybody, <laughs> like the reflection of the lights, right? That's why he has the decency to wear a baseball cap on the David Letterman show? I don't think that's ever been publicly stated. But I thought this about um, uh, nowadays, and I kind of thought, like, oh, that's like an old-fashioned thing. People don't do that. But uh, Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel. What? The head of Marvel. The yogurt Studios, guy? The yogurt guy. Uh, he does the same thing where he's bald, but he wears a baseball cap. Not all the time because sometimes he's not wearing it and you can see, oh, yeah, guy's bald. Yeah. But then. And like also like there's a point where it's like I'm rich enough that like I'm bald. Go fuck yourself. 
Right. Yeah. Or it's like, if you really care, then get a get a toupee or something. I mean, don't, it'd be amazing if Ron Howard showed up for the first day. Of With this the Fonz hair? <laughs> if he had if he Which had is like hair. a fucking bouffant. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, it's me, Ron Howard. I'm back. This is what it looked like under the, the baseball <laughs> yeah. cap all these times on David Letterman. <laughs> right. Ignore the few times when I was like at the Oscars and couldn't wear a baseball hat and you saw that I was, you know, completely bald. What about a fedora? Wear a fedora to the Oscars, man. <laughs> it's classy. I just don't get when I get if you're like, I'm going to wear a baseball hat forever. But then the, these guys, they go to these things where they can't wear a baseball hat. And it's like, oh, yeah, that guy's bald. All right. Stop wearing baseball hats places where it's like very weird for you to be wearing a baseball hat. Sure. Or get a get a wig or get whatever. But like, I don't know. Apollo 13. Good. Movie. Or like wear wear the hat when you're doing the movies. That's fine. Or People... wear the hat where you're, when you're mowing the lawn. Yeah. Uh, you think a guy hat. like Ron Howard mows his own lawn? He seems very humble. Uh, I will say humble. this about Ron Howard. Mm hmm. He hasn't done a lot that I'm uh, super fond of. He hasn't of. done a lot? No, no, no. Like, I think he's done good he things. He hasn't done a lot that you're super fonds of? <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's not say things we don't mean here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, like, uh, he, seem, he seems very nice. I'm always rooting for Ron Howard. Yeah. Even though, like, I don't know. Are you a big Cinderella Man fan? Are you a big... Uh, I'm a, a big, beautiful mind fan. I'm a big Arrested Development fan. Yeah. Which he executive produced and narrated. Sure. I could narrate that, though. You it's just reading no, words off a page. He does a very good job narrating that show. He does, but like I could do the same job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. <laughs> it's just reading. How hard is that, Tom? Here's, uh, we, read, we read these scripts every week. Yeah, that's true. Word for word, and people love them. I would say this show is more beloved than uh, uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, the numbers speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. Arrested Development was only a cult hit. Yeah. This is a mainstream blockbuster. Mm. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Ransom with Mel Gibson that he made? Tom, there was eight months of my life <laughs> where I was convinced <laughs> yes. that Ransom was the greatest movie <laughs> that was ever made. That movie chilled me to the bone. Why was this the previous eight months up until today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm currently in the eight months. It will probably <laughs> extend till the day I die. You should have been clearer that as of this moment, it's eight yeah. months. Yeah, no, I, I assume it'll be another sixty years. Did it just blow your mind that uh, he appeared on <laughs> what? I thought you were gonna give a spoiler to no, no, no. Okay, that Mel Gibson appears on like, uh, like. Good Morning Fox or whatever. Like good, the, uh, no, no. Good, good Day New York. Good Day New York. Yeah. yeah. The New York Fox affiliate morning show. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows it. Rosanna Scotto. Yeah. W was she on at I the time? I think she was, yeah. yeah. But I remember as a kid thinking like, wow, this movie's grounded as hell. Because yeah, look at this. Yeah, this takes place in the world in which we live. Yeah. He's on Good Day New York just like, you know, local celebrities might be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That movie, I saw that movie in the theater, and I came out, and I was like, Whew. like, it was probably a little too, like, the, too the, real. the themes were a little too adult, because I was probably, what year was that, 93, maybe? I don't, I don't have the years on this thing. I'm going to say I was, like, 12 years old, so I was like, whoa, that was, like, a little intense, because, like, they kidnapped this kid and, like, you know, tied him up and, like, threw him in her, you know, like, it was, uh -huh. like, a little uh, uh, rough to see sometimes. And also they made it... Well, uh, and you were, uh, it sounds like, an especially pussy kid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was rough to see. <laughs> grow up. I did grow up, and I think the movie Ransom <laughs> had a lot to no, do with it. No, you said that this has been that past. So this was eight months ago. I didn't like it at the time. I was afraid, Tom, <laughs> when I saw it. Uh, but then I revisited it eight months ago, and I was like, this is still scary as hell. Yeah. But now I identify more with the kidnapper than the kidnapped. Why? So now I like it because I'm an old because I'm a man now. I was a boy when I saw it, and a boy got kidnapped <laughs> yeah, by right. a man. You <laughs> see, right. now I identify. I'd hate to be that boy, but now you're a man, and you're like, I can see why you kidnap a kid. Well, here's the thing: no. hold him ransom. No, I don't see that. But if, if you I don't would... see it to make money, Tim. Well, 
guess what? Yeah. You what make the, the moral money. of the story is Mel Gibson's never going to pay you any money. Yeah. Be, be it for his kid, mm. be it to suppress uh, tapes of a racist tirade. <laughs> Mel Gibson does try. not pay. <laughs> um, that movie, I feel like, was kind of taken before taken. I mean, it was a guy trying to get his kidnapped child back yeah yeah but in a like a badass way because that whole movie it was i'm not going to pay you the ransom in fact what you're asking for i'm going to put up as a bounty to get you yeah and rosanna scotto is here to tell you more (laughs) (laughs) and now rosanna scotto and the guy with the The white hair hair, yeah. yeah okay uh the next movie at least on my list Ed TV. Ah. Remember Ed TV? Yeah, I believe. Uh, that was the Truman Show also ran. That was the, the one of the, the uh, classic examples of groupthink in Hollywood. Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. as all right, Ed all TV. All right, all right, Stop. Nobody wants That's to hear that. He loves saying Nobody it. wants to hear that. Uh, and uh, who, Ellen DeGeneres? Was she in that movie? No, I think it was uh what's her name from uh uh two guys a girl in a pizza place. Ooh. <laughs> Not Ryan Reynolds. Not my brother Ryan Reynolds either. Your brother's name Ryan Reynolds? You know that, that was 1999? Uh sure. Yeah. It's yeah, that makes sense because that's like Around when I stopped seeing literally every movie that came out yeah. in movie theaters, it's like I'm I'm almost an adult now. I've got to cut it out. I've got to stop going. What to the school. hell are they doing on IMDb here? I don't know, Tim. That's why I have my own notes. I don't trust that site. Tom, first of all, you're thinking of uh, Dharma from Dharma and Greg, Jenna Elfman. <laughs> all right, stop nodding, John. But guess what? We El- get it. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Did play Cynthia in the movie, but let me show you. Let me let me just tell you how IMDb lists. Who am I thinking of from uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place? Taylor, something. She was in Dirty Work. All right, um, Tom. Let me. Well, I can tell you, IMDb. When I searched Ron Howard, the first thing that came up was actor, The Da Vinci Code. I'm like, that's not what he's known for, being an actor in The Da Vinci Code. Like, what does he have a line in he it? There's a something? man in the baseball cap crossing <laughs> behind Tom Hanks at one point, yeah. outside the Louvre. Um, no, no, no. First, first build in Ed TV, Jeffrey Blake as Keith. Not even Ed. Yeah, come on. It's number two, Ed. Gail, Gail Boggs. No, Ed was wife. number one on the call sheet. I'll tell you that. You know who's listed above Matthew McConaughey? And this might have something to do. Ed Harris? With, with Ron Howard, little Ronnie Howard, <laughs> with his uh, showbiz nepotism here. Clint Howard? Nope. Donnie Most. Who's Donnie Most? Don Most <laughs> is uh, Ralph Malf or... Oh, uh, he's one of those guys. He's best known, uh, he, yeah, he was Ralph Malf on Happy Days, uh-huh. and he uh, played Benson in Ed TV. Wonder how he got that uh, got that role. Uh, he was he was in the the dressing room when he saw the Ron Howard kill that girl or something. <laughs> what? Clint Howard is a is a is a is an interesting. Clint Howard and also He seems like a really nice man. Clint Howard? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because like he keeps getting hired for things. <laughs> uh you know what the crazy thing is that I didn't realize uh Ron and Clint's dad is still a working actor. Alive? Yeah. He's almost ninety. Rance Howard. He's been in like almost every Ron Howard movie. Um and Him it, and Ralph Bell. <laughs> and at least according to IMDb, like it seems like he started working because uh little Ronnie Howard started getting jobs. Nice. Uh look, if if there's one child actor that ever turned out normal. Oh, he's maybe the only one. Yeah, like yeah, good on you. Put your put your entire family and Donnie Most in every every movie that you direct. Let me tell you about some of the... Rant. He obviously had a good support system if you didn't become a drug addict. It's true. 
He might still be on drugs. Yeah, I think Not he, still. He's <laughs> probably one of those guys, one of these old guys that's always smoking the ganj. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that he's one of these guys that like still has quaaludes or something. No, Ron Howard never got into Poppers? that. Poppers? No. Ron Howard probably uh, tokes, <laughs> tokes up. Tim, stop. What? You're embarrassing me. Um, Dude. Rance Howard has portrayed a priest or reverend at least once a year from 1993 to 1998. Okay, so like five years. But so here's some of... He, look, look, here's, he's been... You know what? Uh, uh, Ron Howard portrayed uh, an American teenager named <laughs> <laughs> Richie Cunningham at least once a year for five years. But he's uh, he's also been a priest or a reverend a lot more than that. But it was just, you know, that's his longest streak. Okay. But listen to this guy's resume that he's been in. Uh, married with children. Heard of it. Seinfeld. Never heard of it. Independence Day. Wait, who did he play in Seinfeld? Just some guy. No, but what was Like he? one episode. Yeah, but. I don't know. So I don't have that information in front of me. <sighs> Independence Day, where he played a reverend, I believe. Um, Bigfoot, The Unforgettable Encounter. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Problem Child 3, Junior in Love. Wait, he wasn't even in Problem Child 1 or 2? No. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> How am I supposed to follow who he is? Also, I didn't know that the subtitle for Problem Child 3 was Junior in Love. Yeah. It was a TV movie. He played a janitor, though, not a reverend. Oh, you know what uh, Jesus said? What? Sometimes shatters are the best reverence. What makes you think? Uh, not only that, Tim. Not only does he have a famous dad and a famous brother, now he's got some famous kids who do what? their own acting. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, she went to NYU the same time as you did, Timmy. Did you ever run into her at the uh, at the food court? No, we were roomies. You were roomies, Tim. Yeah, I, I didn't you, tell you this. No, I always thought it was Jeff Rosenstock because that's who I always saw in your room when I went there. Yeah, no, no, we had a triple. Is me, Jeff, and Bryce wow. Dallas Howard. <laughs> uh, uh, occasionally, her uncle Clint would like show up. Looking uh, in bad shape, and he yeah. had to crash on on the floor. <laughs> and eventually, sophomore year, we had to be like, Bryce, you got to go. Your uncle's weirding everybody out. Well, that's a sad He snored. Story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wasn't like... Clint like, Howard looks like a snore. Yeah. I think he snored in movies before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I can't... Look, I can't throw stones, Tom. I'm, I'm a snorer myself. That's true. I've heard you snore. Like a goddamn chainsaw yeah. in the middle of the woods, but the woods are in the room you're in. That's what it sounds like when Tim's snoring. Bryce Dallas Howard. BDH! All all the Howard kids, uh, their m- I think it's their middle names are where they were conceived, yeah, which that's is super terrible. gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't that's something do that, that to kids. That's something that I wouldn't expect from Ron Howard. Right? He yeah. seems way classier than yeah. that. And what the hell was Ron Howard doing in Dallas? <laughs> well, so... Jesus Christ. And also, like, hey, we're in Dallas. Let's have sex. <laughs> well, what else is there to do? Yeah. I was going to say, like, oh, maybe he was researching Apollo 13. That's Houston. Yeah. Nowhere Houston near. had the problem, yeah. not Dallas. Dallas had the Had the love president making. assassinated. Yeah. And Ron Howard making love <laughs> to his wife. Uh, in a hotel? Maybe he stayed at a friend's house. But who has well, friends in Dallas? So here's the thing, Tim. Uh, Bryce has two younger sisters, Paige and Jocelyn, but their middle name is Carlisle after the Hotel Carlisle in New York City. So they were named after the hotel that not even the city. The yeah, city's one thing. You can't name your kid like uh, New York. Yeah, New York. What? Why couldn't it be Paige and Jocelyn Manhattan? <laughs> I imagine that's why it's all a bad idea. I mean, yeah. at least their names aren't Paige Wait, Carlisle they, Hotel are they twins? and Jocelyn Carlisle Hotel. Yeah, they're twins. They're okay. twins. Only one of them. Only Paige is an actor. Okay. Jocelyn uh, has decided to forego acting. 
And then Reed Cross, which was named after a specific road. So like they that. just start getting more and more specific. If this guy had more kids, their middle names would be like penis or vagina. <laughs> Get it? See, because it gets more specific. The ones before would be like uh, bed. Right. This is my this uh, this is my son Brian Bed Howard. Here's the other thing. He's named after the place where he was conceived, a bed. Look, far be it from me to second guess Ron Howard's life choices. Because let's see, he's a successful actor. He's the only pretty much child actor that's made the transition to successful adult Hollywood figure. Well, right? and like one of the most successful. Right. He's a very successful uh, adult actor. <laughs> in adult films is what I mean. Uh, he's a very successful director. And then producer, like if we went through all the Imagine films, we'd be here all night, Tom. And it's really yeah, hot. if just sat room. here imagining films, sure, it would take forever because you could never stop. No, no, no. What I'm saying is he started uh, Imagine Entertainment. Is that what he does? Yeah, Imagine, yeah. right? Um, so far be it from me to be like, hey, you're doing the wrong thing. But if you're going to do this, and name your kids the middle names uh, where you made love to your wife mm-hmm. to conceive these guys. You don't need to like make that public. Not like did he like give it was. I think it was mostly Bryce that started doing. Uh, okay, and I think it was probably like because Mario she... Lopez cornered her on uh, <laughs> Access Hollywood and was like, "Why is your middle name Dallas?" Yeah, I mean, you know how Mario hits with those hardballed questions. Yeah. Uh, he turns on the heat lamps. <laughs> Really digs into it. I think it's because Bryce goes by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, but Dallas is, you know, Diamond Dallas Page. Nobody asks him why his middle name's Dallas. That's true. You know, it's a classic double standard, Tim. Nobody asks women the, in Hollywood have nobody, it, yeah. and nobody asks the male wrestlers. Well, where'd your name come yeah. from? Uh, b- she was also so she's the oldest. But uh, another claim to fame that Ron's got is uh, he was one of the first people to be granted permission to film her birth at Cedar sinai Hospital. Ah, gross. But he must have come in there like, don't you know where I'm from? I'm from Hollywood. I need to make a motion picture. And he shot it on 35 millimeter. Did he? No. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine he like, yeah. had a very nice camera, though. I'm sure it wasn't like a Sony Handycam. Well, she's... Like a m- month older than me, according to IMDb. And I don't know what the technology was when I was a baby. There were video cameras. You know what? They were probably like the first video cameras. He probably had a nice one. Also from Bryce Dallas Howard's IMDb trivia page, Tim. The actor who plays the photographer... <laughs> I love this. The actor who played the photographer during the crane accident scene in Spider-Man 3... Before magic for her at a birthday party when she was in second grade. <laughs> Who do you think put that trivia in? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that could have had that information. Yeah. I would have put that up there. So uh, it, was it probably could be anybody, <laughs> any Hollywood insider it was probably, or journalist. It was probably Bryce. She probably recognized yeah. him. That was the guy that... Uh, when she was like, you know... F- enchanted me when I was in second grade. When she was like fifth build on spider-man 3 uh which i forgot she was even in uh yeah she uh all right tom uh we're 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 running out of time here you got anything uh big to say about uh rh uh bryce howard's never consumed alcohol and she doesn't intend to so keep you know don't even offer her no i think that's it i I think think uh, covered it all yeah uh, I like him a lot. Uh, Me Ron too. Howard. He seems like a really nice man. He the seems whole like a family nice man. seems great. Uh, he he started his family. Actually, I was shocked to find this out that like Bryce and all the kids uh, grew up in Connecticut. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. I'm surprised. That's where boring rich people live, Tom. <laughs> No, that's and 100- they seem like a boring rich family. It's cool. No, it's 100 percent true. But uh, I'm just shocked that he like was. Still able to work as much as he did, and he was a producer. He wrote checks. No, he directed a lot of shit. He hasn't actually written that much, which I was surprised about. He's illiterate. 
yeah, well, instead of going to school, he was hanging out with Andy Griffith. Yeah, and Dennis the Menace. <laughs> and Don and, Knotts. Yeah, he didn't think, learn anything from Don yeah. Knotts or They're fucking like, Dennis the Menace. Uh, Don, that much. Don, can you teach uh, the, the little redhead boy, can you teach Opie uh, how to read? Oh, gee, I don't know. I'll try. That was more Jim Neighbors. Anyway, if you like the show, you can check out uh, TCGT.com to find out more. <laughs> I don't know why you would, but uh, <laughs> for more uh, Ron Howard information. You can check out our uh, our Reddit at TCGTE.reddit.com. Check out our Facebook, Facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Check out our Twitter at Complete Guide. You can check out me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can uh, check out me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Pal Tim. And you can support the show by supporting our sponsors. Also by uh, checking out TCGT.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon shopping and TCGT.com slash pledge for all of your pledging uh, to us. For frats, right? For frats. Yeah, you can pledge to our frats. Get your butt paddled. <laughs> Get your tushy spanked. <laughs> we'll do that thing where we'll, we'll tie rocks to your wieners. Is that a thing? I don't know. TCGT.com. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> oh, that's why you didn't get into that, Frat. TCGT.com slash pledge, where you can check out our Patreon and you get cool bonus things like Fast Food Friday and other mini episodes every week. And uh, if you're doing your shopping, TCG, I did that already. Amazon. Did you? People are sick of hearing about it yeah. from you. Uh, are you excited for this uh, Han Solo movie? No, I wasn't. Not that I don't like Ron Howard. Yeah. But I don't like those Star Wars movies very much. Did you watch? You said you didn't watch Rogue One. Did you watch The Force Awakens? I fell asleep watching it on an airplane. I do that with most movies that yeah. like you like. I'm like, I'll give this a shot. And On then, an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> when it's free. What am I going to spend? What is it? These days, $18 to go see a movie? Well, it's not playing in the movie theaters anymore, Tim. Uh, Rogue One's coming to Netflix next month. Oh, great. <laughs> Catch it there. Tom, I have, oh, I have like, I think six more seasons of Frasier to get through. <laughs> Before you're all caught up <laughs> with the current season. Yeah, and then, then I'll finally be like, okay, now I can watch it live. I'm very excited for it, so you I hope nothing comes along that who will killed curse my book. Who killed Lilith? Lilith is alive and well, unfortunately. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.